From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monyonk area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Dr. Bill Markle is a graduate of Penn State University. He began his family medicine career down in Virginia with a rural clinic. He has worked with refugees in Thailand in 19, uh, back in the 1980s, I believe. Um, he also has been the director of the Family Medicine Residency Program at UPMC McKeesport Hospital uh, beginning in 2002. But just about... Well, a little bit more than 10 years ago, uh, he and uh, his wife and some volunteers and his church started a free clinic in McKeesport called the Ninth Street Clinic. It is, uh, I believe, just about ready to celebrate its 11th anniversary, and that's primarily what I want to talk to him about today. Uh, good morning, Dr. Markle. Hi, Jason. Uh, that, was a, that was a long introduction, wasn't it? Was that yeah. more, <laughs> more or less accurate? Yes, we'll, we'll have our 11th anniversary here in about a week. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, so t- tell us um, a little bit, what is the Ninth Street Clinic? You're in the former YWCA building. Right. Uh, it's called the Common Ground Building now, and it's actually a building owned now by the city of McKeesport. Mm-hmm. But uh, we uh, we uh, are in the basement of that building, and uh, as you said, my church uh, helped convert a uh, a vacant room into a clinic. And uh, so we've been serving folks there now and, and have uh, four exam rooms and a lab and a, uh, uh, you know, a front desk and a pharmacy down there. So it is a full, <laughs> it is a full service walk-in right. medical clinic for folks. That's right. It's a walk-in clinic. That's correct. And it's, it's a free clinic. It's for people that don't have any, any other health insurance or medical assistance or any other way to, to get health care, really. How do people get in touch with you? What is the best way to get in touch with you at the clinic, I mean? You mean a patient? Uh, anyone. Someone who's interested well, in donating, uh, volunteering? Well, patients, they can just walk in, of course. Okay. What are the <laughs> hours? It's, we're only there on uh, Thursdays. Okay. Uh, and we're, we're open from 1 to 7 right now. Uh, those hours have varied over, over time, but it's 1 to 7. And uh, they, if they walk in during that time, we can usually see them. Um, otherwise, uh, other times during the week, they can call there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an answering machine, which I check uh, twice every day. So uh, so I, I get all the messages that come in there myself. I usually check that. Okay. Uh, what is what is the number for the answering machine? Do you know? Yeah, it's 412-664-4304. Uh, Four one two six six four four three zero four. We'll give that number out uh, a couple of more times sure. uh, during the program. Uh, Bill Markle, Doctor Bill Markle, is uh, on the phone with us right now. What, um, how many patients would you say they treat in a year? Do you have a, an idea? Uh, <laughs> I'd have to figure that up for a whole year. I can tell you though that when we first opened, we were we were very busy. We would see up to fifty patients in the in the one day. Wow. Uh, but now the big the big change came when Medicaid expanded, okay. and it took in a lot of our our folks into medic medical assistance, and our numbers dropped in about half. Um, but nowadays we've, we've come back a little bit. We're, we're probably averaging about thirty patients a day. And how many people are are uh, how many doctors and and practitioners are there to to see patients when they come in? It varies. Um, we have it's all volunteer. 
And so uh, we have a, a group of volunteers that come, although we can use more. Uh, I'm usually always there, but uh, but we often have other doctors too. So, and, and we also have resident doctors that are in the family medicine and internal medicine programs at McKeesport. Okay. Um, and they, they come over and help. And so uh, I would say there's, there's usually at least two doctors there at any one time. Uh, and, and there could be more, up to four or so. What, what sort of problems are people coming to you? They're not coming to you with emergency problems, I'm presuming, most of the time. Right. No. Uh, although we do see a lot of people in follow-up who have been to the emergency room. Okay. Sure. Uh, they've had emergencies, and then uh, they need follow-up, but they don't can't get to a regular doctor, so they'll come to us in follow-up. Um, but, but mostly what we see is either folks that, uh, a lot of folks that are either in their late 50s, early 60s, uh, with chronic illness, diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, and even cancer, and we, uh, we see them, uh, and try to keep them on their medications and, and keep their disease stabilized for them. Are, are you... uh, but the other big thing, the other big thing we see is younger people who are, who need job physicals oh. uh, to get into the workforce, and uh, they they don't they can't pay to get that, so they come to us and we uh, do their physicals for them and uh, tuberculosis testing and that sort of thing. I, I have to admit that's not necessarily something that I um, would have have thought about. That yeah, if you need a right. physical for a job and you don't right. have the money to pay for it and you don't have health insurance, you are kind of up the creek. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dr. Bill Markle is the founder of the Ninth Street Clinic. It is a free clinic uh, for people who do not have health insurance. It's located in the Common Ground Building. That's the old YWCA building on Ninth Avenue in McKeesport, just up from the post office, actually, near the uh, Salvation Army there. 412-664-4304 is the number. They are open on Thursday afternoons and evenings. Where did the idea for the clinic come from back in 2007? Well, I, uh, I, uh, we were seeing a lot of folks who couldn't get their medicines, for example. They couldn't afford them. They couldn't, and even people that were not getting health care, and then they show up with uh, serious problems that should have been taken care of earlier. And this was back, you know, in 2007. And uh, I did a little fellowship, little mini fellowship in San Diego. I went out there and uh, for health care for the underserved. And so as my project for that. <laughs> I decided to start this free clinic in McKeesport, and uh, and so that's sort of where it was birthed. But there was a lot of people that were interested in it. Uh, one of our social workers at uh, the Latterman Clinic at that time, she was very instrumental in helping us get going. Uh, the hospital foundation at McKeesport Hospital um, was very helpful in providing funds and some uh, guidance. And, uh, and of course, we, we have a board of directors, and they've always been very helpful in, uh, in guiding the direction of the clinic. Not being a physician or a health practitioner uh, myself, the, the idea of starting a, a clinic to provide free medical care for people—that's daunting. I mean, that's a little bit scary. It st- strikes me that there's a, you know all kinds of of, of risks there. Were, were you were you ner- nervous or scared at first to, to start out on this venture? No, I, I wasn't. I, I, uh, I, as you said, I trained in Virginia, and I. I had started a solo practice in Virginia when I got right out of residency, actually. So I was, I knew how to sort of get a practice going. Uh, but of course, you're right. There's things like liability, yeah. there's malpractice, yeah. things you have to worry about, uh, and all of that. And I did, actually, when we first started, I talked with, uh, Mr. Will Payne, who's now deceased, 
but he uh, he was the uh, director of the Alma Ellery Center and uh, some of the primary health care centers, including the uh, the Family Health Center in McKeesport. Okay, and he uh, he was helpful. He he uh, helped. He let us use his lab, for example, initially, and uh, gave us some guidance. And then it wasn't very long, but the federal government expanded their federal tort claims program uh-uh. so that it's a free clinic. So okay. that everyone who works in our clinic now is covered under the federal tort claims, which is just like being in the military or okay. something like that. So, so it's uh, it's uh, we, we're 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 fortunate in that respect. Uh, are are your practitioners paid there? And if so, are they paid by your organization or by UPMC or are they volunteers? They're not paid for their time there. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, that's it's all volunteer time for, for anyone that comes there. Okay. And that's why that's why we we don't expect them to come uh, every week. We expect maybe. If they can volunteer an afternoon a month or an evening a month or okay. something like that, that's really helpful to us. And uh, and that's what most of the doctors do now. Many of the doctors uh, are working at the Latterman Center, and they do come down with the residency program, and they do come down and, and help us uh, volunteer uh, at the clinic. And do, do most of the patients who come to you, are they from the local community area, or do they come in from a distance sometimes? Most of them are, um, McKeesport, Duquesne, Clareton, uh, you know, around this area. Uh, we, but we do see people from Pittsburgh, even out, uh, we saw one the other day from Wexford. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we do see a few folks that come, uh, farther distances, although when that happens, I often try to see if there isn't a free clinic that's closer to them where they could uh, get care that would be a little more convenient for them. We, but, uh, cause sometimes they just yeah, don't know about right. it. We'd, we'd have to take a quick break, but before we do, let me ask, okay. um, for, because the, the two radio stations do go out a pretty good distance, are there other clinics like yours in the greater Pittsburgh area that you can refer people to? Of, of course, there are. There, the, the biggest one is the Catholic Charities Free Clinic in downtown Pittsburgh. Okay. Uh, but there's also a, a free clinic out in Monroeville. There's, there's out in Butler County, and I'm sure there's some other okay. ones, too. Okay. <laughs> But I guess actually, if they call uh, you guys at the Ninth Street Clinic, you can right. you can look that information up and you can tell them if they're coming. We can, yeah. okay. okay. Uh, you know, it, it might take us a little time, but we can we can do that. Okay. Yes. Uh, the, the the Ninth Street Clinic is located. It's fun, funny enough on Ninth Street in uh, downtown McKeesport. Yeah. It's just up from the post office. Four one two six six four four three zero four. They are open on Thursdays from one until seven. You said. Yes. Um, one until seven. They're located in what used to be the YWCA building. It's now called the Common Ground Building. We have to take a break, uh, Dr. Mark. When we come back, I want to talk to you, talk about you and about uh, how you got into medicine, what you enjoy about family practice, and about some of your experience, uh, especially some of your mission work that you've done, okay? Okay. Uh, Dr. Bill Markle is our guest this morning. You're listening to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media, Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. 
Welcome back. Our guest this morning is Dr. Bill Markle. He is the founder, one of the founders, I'll call him, because he likes to share credit. Uh, and I want to ask him about his church that helped him found the, the Ninth Street Clinic. It is a free medical clinic in uh, McKeesport. They are just about to celebrate their 11th anniversary. Um, when we Before we took the break, I asked you about um, some of the other clinics around the Pittsburgh area. You said there's one on the south side of Pittsburgh as well. Yes, that's the Birmingham Clinic. It is associated with the University of Pittsburgh. And uh, they do have specialists that come there. So we do uh, sometimes send people over there if they need uh, a specialty uh, consultation. And, and you are seeing people who do not have health insurance and have no other ability to, to see a physician. Right. They're usually not seeing anyone else unless they wind up in the emergency room. Okay. Um, and I'm going to ask you about that later on in the program because that there's that perception that, well, you can always go to the emergency room. Except not if you just need a physical for work or a physical for school or something. Well, no, certainly not. That's not appropriate. Um, so l- let me ask you about your career. You, I believe I mentioned you graduated from the Penn State University uh, School of Medicine? That's correct, in Hershey. In Hershey. Uh-huh. So uh, whereabouts uh, did you grow up at? I grew up in West Newton. Okay. And uh, actually worked in McKeesport and the Christie Park Works down in the mill there. Okay. <laughs> but when I was putting myself through uh, uh, school, I went to W&J. Yeah. And, uh, and so uh, that's how I got through school. But uh, so I've, I've had connections with McKeesport going way back. And my neighbor was a reporter for the, for the newspaper there. Who was, who was that? Uh, Ron McCauley was his name. McCauley, I've seen the name of McCauley. Yeah. 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 Um, so, and, and what made you decide to, to go into medicine as a career? Um, well, I don't know. I, I, my dad was a veterinarian. Okay. And, uh, and I worked with him some with the animals, and I decided I'd just as soon work with people. Uh, I didn't want to be traveling to all the farms like he did. <laughs> yeah, but the, the animals don't talk too ba- hard. <laughs> the animals never talk back, so that's that's all. Well, that's true, but uh, that's okay. I, I I decided to work with the people, and and uh, and so I just uh, had uh, had my mind set on that even in undergraduate school, and uh, and just uh, followed that path along. And family practice just seemed the natural place to go. Uh, this was back in the, uh, I graduated from medical school in 73, and uh, family medicine was actually just starting then to become a, a very important specialty, and, and I could see the importance of it in, as far as uh, preventive medicine and uh, the relationships the family doctor had with his patients, and that's what attracted me to it. Let me, let me um, ask a, a somewhat foolish question. How do, we define, how do you define family medicine or family practice? Well, it's 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 looking at the whole patient. Number one, it's it's trying to give comprehensive care to the patient, so it's not fragmented care. Uh, you, you're coordinating care for the patient, so you're you're trying to help them uh, find whatever they need in the health system, and and you're you're also the doctor of first contact. So okay. you're 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 seeing uh, people at, at an early stage of disease when you can really make a difference sometimes before it gets too far advanced. This, this 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 sounds like you know what might in in the the, the Norman Rockwell uh, image of of the small town uh, the small town doctor or the general practitioner as they would say in England for instance. Well, that's what it used to be. That's right. <laughs> okay. Okay. It, it, my understanding is it's it's becoming harder to get um, medical students and, and uh, aspiring physicians to want to go into family practice. Is that your experience as well? Well, yes, it goes up and down. Um, you know, this year actually was a fairly good year for medical students going into family medicine, but it goes up and down. Uh, it, it's not a; it's one of the lower-paying specialties. Okay. So, if if a student comes out with you know hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not the most attractive place to go. Um, and they'll try to look for a higher-paying specialty. You know, there's a lot of efforts to try to correct that imbalance, but uh, so far that's, that's still the case. Well, and I also know that if you're a family practitioner, oftentimes you're on call, too. I mean, my family practitioner, God bless him, um, if I text him or email him on a weekend, I usually have an answer sure. within 20 minutes or half an hour. Um, wow, that's, that's a good. That's a long, <laughs> but that's that at least to some long, long days in the office, I would think. Yes, it depends. I mean, these days, most of the residents coming out are going into group practice. Okay. They're not going into solo practice so much anymore. And uh, so, you know, you usually have coverage and, and you're sharing call with other doctors, and it makes the lifestyle a little better for people. What are the, what are the rewards? We've talked about the, the disadvantages. What are the, you've been doing this for more than 40 years. What are the rewards to you? <laughs> the rewards in family practice? Yeah. Well, the, the biggest thing is, is the relationships you build up over time. And even in the free clinic, uh, you know, we've seen people uh, now many times over and over again uh, over these 11 years and have gotten to know them very well. And it, these relationships you build up become really friendships and, and they, uh, they make your life uh, very rewarding. And, and it is rewarding to, when you're able to help someone too, to, uh, to, uh, to overcome their illness or to, uh, or to deal with an illness, sometimes they have to just deal with an illness that's not curable or something, and we can help with that too. Um, and so all those things are rewarding, even even children. We see family doctors see children, of course, and it's fun to watch the children grow up and who they become uh, as, uh, because you're seeing people over a long period of time usually. Uh, Dr. Bill Markle is one of the founders of the Ninth Street Clinic in McKeesport. They're just about to celebrate their uh, 11th anniversary. You can find out more information about... Uh, donating or volunteering there um, by calling 412-664-4304. They see patients on Thursdays from 1 until 7 p.m. These are patients who do not have health insurance and do not have access to a family doctor. What was your first experience then in medicine, um, your your residency, and then uh, when you Uh went out into the field? Well, then I I started a solo practice in Virginia. It was in rural Virginia, so it it was a rural practice. Uh, we got a, a grant through the National Health Service Corps, which uh, which helps provide uh, uh, practices out in, in underserved areas. And I, I stayed there for uh, about uh, 10, 20, 11 years, I guess okay. I was there. Wow. And got that practice going, and it's still down there today. It's, in that, it's out in central Virginia, Amelia mm-hmm. County. Um, and then we went over, my wife and I, and, and I have four children, we went over uh, seas. We were called into some mission work. And we spent eight years working in Indonesia, actually, okay. uh, doing uh, medical mission-type work over there. We have to take a, another break. The time goes by so quickly. But um, <laughs> tell, tell us a little bit about your, your mission work. That is through your church or through, through which organization you did that? No, it was the, an organization called the Wycliffe Bible Translators. Okay. And I wasn't a translator, but I was helping with community development work, training village health workers okay. and uh, to be in the villages so that they could do medical work. And then the, the translators could do their work of translation and not be, because what happens is many people go to anyone to get medical care, even if they're not trained sure. to give medical care. And, and, uh, and, and they didn't want to do that. So we were training the village health workers to do that. 
and it really uh, helped out, I think, in a lot of the little villages where we were working. Well, it's it's it's, it's so many uh, people have found out, um, much like the Salvation Army and so many other charities, that sure. if if you're sick or you're hungry, um, you're not very receptive to any other messages. Uh, you need you need your basic needs met first. Um, exactly. Yeah. Um, we have to take our uh, last uh, thirty second break. Um, when we come back, uh, let's talk about the future of the Ninth Street Clinic. At one time, you told me you were hoping that someday you would go out of business. That clearly hasn't happened. <laughs> uh, but and, and and talk about um, what the opportunities are for for people to volunteer if they would like to. Okay. Sure. Uh, Dr. Bill Markle is our guest for a few more minutes. We're talking about his career in family medicine and also about the Ninth Street Clinic in McKeesport. You can get more information about them by calling 412-664-4304. And we'll be back for a final few minutes here on Radio 81 WEDO. 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel. Internet Radio, WMCK.FM and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Tube City Online has reached a critical point in our history where we need to raise money from the public to continue providing information both online and on the radio. If you can help by making a donation, we would very much appreciate it. Go to our website, TubeCityOnline.com, and click the Donate button. And thanks for supporting independent media in the Monioc area. And we're back for a final few minutes with uh, Dr. Bill Markle, founder of the Ninth Street Clinic in McKeesport. They are uh, in the Common Ground building. It's what the, was the old uh, YWCA building on Ninth Avenue, 412-664-4304. They are open Thursdays from 1 until 7 for people who do not have health insurance and who need to see a doctor. Um, when we took the break, I uh, was asking you a little bit about what is the future of the clinic. I know when you started up, uh, like you said, 11 years ago, um, I asked you, you know, what is the future? And you said, well, I'm hoping someday that uh, we don't need a free clinic anymore and I can go out of business. Well, you're still in business. <laughs> you said Medicare <laughs> yes, expansion or Medicaid expansion has helped some, but there is yeah. still the need. There's still a need. And, and actually, uh, we've seen a little bit of an uptick in the need. Uh, so, uh, and I, yeah, I mean, I, I suspect there'll always be some need unless we get a, uh, a universal health care system of some kind. Um, which I don't think is going to happen anytime real soon. Yeah. Um, so there's always going to be those folks that are falling through the cracks, and that's that's what we're there for to be a, a safety net for people. The 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 perception or the thing that's often said by uh, uh, politicians and and people on talk shows, uh, and I know this is a talk show, but by people on talk shows, well, there's the emergency room. People can go to the emergency room for care. Why can't people? What, what is the need for you that they can't go to the emergency room to have met? Well, they can't, they, they can't go there, as we mentioned, for job physicals. They can't go there for just their chronic medications for diabetes and hypertension. At least they shouldn't be going there. Right. Uh, some people do wind up doing that, but that's, that's taking resources away from the real emergencies that the emergency room is there for. Uh, in fact, uh, that's a problem. Many emergency rooms are overwhelmed and, and long wait times, and it's because of people that don't really need to be there. And uh, that's why at least the free clinic, and in fact, we have some statistics showing that we have helped reduce some of that burden, at least at McKeesport. Okay. Um, and, and I would presume that, that emergency rooms, too, get filled up with people with sniffles and flu and, and um, sure. the, yeah, like you said, the, the, the non-emergency things. Have you seen any impact, and, and this, this may be an off-the-wall question, but is, has the, what they're calling the opioid crisis, has that impacted who you're seeing at all? 
Yeah, not not really, because uh-huh. free clinics uh, in general, and certainly our clinic, we, we don't prescribe any controlled substances there at all. Right. So we don't get uh, people coming in there looking for those things, and and so we haven't really had that uh, impact. Although we do keep naloxone there just in case, you know, we have someone yeah. with an overdose or something. Uh, but in general, you know, of course, those people will go to the emergency room, and they need to be. Sometimes we have had, though, people come in looking for um, rehabilitation, yeah. rehabilitation, and that sort of thing, and that we can help with. What what factors, uh, the, the things like we, like uh, poor diet and poor nutrition, um, what what how do those factor into the type of patients that you see there? Well, it's huge. Uh, we have, you know, a lot of our patients are overweight. And uh, as I mentioned, diabetic, hypertensive, and and the problem is, that, you know, we we counsel on diet, but but the foods they should be eating are often the more expensive foods, yeah. which they can't afford and and aren't available to them, and so they're eating eating the cheaper foods, which are not very healthy, and and this certainly uh, affects their uh, their disease. Probably often eating prepared foods or packaged prepackaged foods yes, that are exactly uh, processed foods. Uh-huh. Uh, in the final few minutes, um, we've talked about the volunteers. You've mentioned some of them. What if somebody's listening to this and they say, you know, I, maybe they were a, a volunteer firefighter or a volunteer paramedic years ago, but they're not really a, a health practitioner. Are, are they somebody that you can use there? Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, my wife actually handles the volunteers right now, and uh, she, uh, she's, she, she can always use more folks. And nurses are very helpful. Uh, but even uh, medical assistants, uh, of course, uh, physicians' assistants, nurse practitioners. But as you mentioned, even EMT and so on, they can certainly do triage and uh, take vital signs on patients. So, and and by volunteer, you know, you may just need to volunteer once a month or something like that. I mean, it's not an onerous thing. But any, you know, the more people we have, the uh, the better it is. She does have a pretty good core group right now mm-hmm. that uh, she depends on, but we can always use more volunteers. Where, where does you, you mentioned the McKeesport Hospital Foundation as mm-hmm. one of your donors. Where, where does the, the funding come from for the, for the clinic in addition to the foundation? Well, they, they are a donor, but also a number of churches have donated there. Uh, it's all, all our funding comes from donations, um, and, we, and we get individual donations from people, even patients. Uh, will donate when they're there. We give them at least that opportunity because uh, many of them want to donate something. You know, they can't pay for the whole cost of care, but they want to donate something, and we're glad we're glad to allow them to do that. And and uh, th- those are the main places. I will mention that we just got a very nice uh, grant from UPMC okay. to hire a uh, social worker there and sort of a manager, uh, case man, uh, uh, office manager. Yeah. And so we're, uh, we're going to institute that probably within the next couple of months, which will be a big help to us. And are, are you slowing down at all after, after more, um, more than four I have years? Sl- <laughs> I'm not slowing down with the free clinic, but I have slowed down with the residency program and so on. I'm not really working much over there now. Okay. So uh, I'm 71, and so I, I am trying to slow down a little bit. But I, the free clinic is still uh, still going strong there. Okay, so you are no longer director of the uh, residency program? No. Well, I haven't been director since about 2012. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, but I was still on the faculty and working there, but I'm, I've pretty much left that now. Uh, what, what, what do you do for, for relaxation and fun, if I can ask that, in the last minute or so? Well, I was just bicycling today. Okay. <laughs> so that was fun. It was a nice day today. And... Uh, 
But uh, no, we, we uh, my wife and I are, are doing different things, and she's uh, been gardening all day, so okay. she does that. Okay. But uh, no, we find we keep ourselves pretty busy, actually. Okay, uh, Doctor Bill Markle has been our guest this morning. He is the uh, founder. Is it correct to call you founder? I noticed you often give credit, and we've not mentioned we haven't mentioned the name well, of the church. It, right, it wasn't just me, of course. There were a number of people involved, and uh, but. Um, Probably the idea was mine, at least. And uh, but uh, you know, it, it 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 branched out into a lot of folks. Okay, uh, is 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 the uh, the co-creator, the co-founder of the uh, we'll call you the of the Ninth Street okay. Clinic in McKeesport, <laughs> getting ready to celebrate its 11th anniversary. They're located on Ninth Avenue in downtown McKeesport, just up from the post office. They uh, treat people who do not have a physician, do not have health insurance, uh, who, but who need medical care. They are there on Thursdays from one until seven. And I at one time you off also offered smoking cessation. Is that still the case? Well, no, because we lost all the funding for that okay. and the person left. But uh, we, we, we have materials, though, okay. for that. But then you can refer someone to, to a program that they can of get. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you can find out more information, including about how you can volunteer or how you can donate, at 412-664-4304. Dr. Markle, thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us. All right, you're welcome. Thank you. And thank you all for listening today to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 at 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at TubeCityOnline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, the Keysport PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.